Well, Gary, it's been a long time. We're back. Should I, st should I start the show? No, we just hello? did. We're, we're on the air. Okay. So, yeah. no. Hi, I'm Gary Kroger. Okay. I always say it's the Gary and Kenny show. I think that's somewhat relevant. Oh, well, that's okay. You didn't say that. All right. I didn't. Whatever. The okay. No, you didn't. There, why, why is my light going on and off like this? I don't know, but let's start again because that was No, awful. I like that start. No, no, I thought it was no, no. Seriously. Who, okay. Who gives a shit? Which brings me to my point. Ah, you have a point. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny, I love doing this show, and we've been doing it for a couple of years now, and I actually think that we have a, a wonderful rapport, and a lot of people Are like Are you breaking up with me? No, I'm not breaking up with you. Oh. Although the light is weird. It like like some well, light. Well, is there like heaven. a headlight? Is our car coming through there? Or well, yeah, like but that? it's daytime. So why would this be happening? It's, it's some know. sort of a... Hang on. Let me close this. So maybe it'll mute things a little bit. Hmm. All right, whatever. All right. I was getting discouraged last month, Kenny. I went to Scotland. We'd taken a lot of time off mm -hmm. from the show. Had a great time with Scotland. I don't even know if we've talked about it yet, really. But... No, we started... haven't talked about anything. We've been gone a long time. Okay. But I'm aware of all these podcasts, these super high-produced podcasts, and I'm seeing Tom Hanks's guest. My my old friend Julia Louis-Dreyfus started one. Her first guest is like Jane Fonda, and, and I'm listening to the show, and it's Fran Lebowitz, and she's hysterical. And, you know, we have trouble getting guests and building an audience, and I was getting really discouraged. But then I talked to my friend, Kenny Seisler. Mm. You remember this? And no. I said, Kenny, I, I, I'm getting discouraged by this. What, you know, are, are we just, you know, wasting our time? Mm -hmm. How could we possibly compete with these other shows? Mm -hmm. And Kenny said, mm -hmm. we don't have to. Mm. Wisdom. You remember your wisdom? I wonder, what he was, I wonder what he was trying to say. What he was saying is we don't have, we are what we are. Now, that doesn't mean we don't want to build a bigger audience, but we don't need these super guests. We don't need to compete with them. We don't need this great production value and all things. This is our show, and we keep trying to build it based on what we are. That was a sobering thought, right? Well, very unlike me to come up with a sobering thought, but nevertheless. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, the point is, Kenny, mm -hmm. I am renewed with vigor. Good, good, good um yeah no i listen it's not that i mean i think we would like to have you know all those guests and stuff like that but i enjoy doing this show and i think doing something for the sake of enjoyment is enough reason to do something yes and we have an opportunity as we have taken advantage of for the last couple of years of being very very honest Mm. I mean, I watch all the shows out there, and I really enjoy them. I've listened mm -hmm. to all of Julia's shows, and I really enjoy them. But they're not all talking about the truth of life and marriage and relationships and incontinence and and and, and hernias and things. And mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The, mm -hmm. there is a value, I think, to what two guys in their mid sixties and their families and their kids and all that are going through. I guess I'm not really doing this to better mankind or humankind. <laughs> I actually am doing it because I get a real kick out of it. And it's nice every once in a while to hear when I was back in New York and I saw an old friend and I told her about my podcast and she sent it to her son, who's like 22 years old. She hadn't listened to it. And she, she couldn't believe how 
much her son loved it and thought it was hysterically funny and great fun. And I thought, well, okay, that's nice. Well, I think that that's true, and we deserve mm. that feather in mm. our cap. But I think that it's funny because usually we start with a premise that's somewhat at least interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure you want to talk about Richard Dreyfus's comment, and I do too. Oh, yeah, I did post that on Facebook. Did you see yeah. that? And, and, and I'd like to talk about, you asked me a question a couple of weeks ago about my marriage that failed with my children and things like that. And I had yes. some insights and I thought, yes. you know, let's, let's just talk about that shit. Okay. So go. Okay. You want me to talk about your failed marriage? <laughs> if you want to start with failed marriage, <laughs> no. or we can start with Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> well, there is, I mean, listen, there's been a lot going on. We've been gone for almost a month in that time. Yeah. You went to Scotland. I went to Scotland. I went to New York. Lives. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, there's just like so much going on. Uh, I don't know, really know where to start. I, I I will say this: I did was having a conversation with my friend the other day, and we were bemoaning what was going to be the future for young people nowadays. Because you know, a lot of conversations about AI, losing jobs. Yeah. Uh, there we go. Uh, conversations about you know just uh, rights going away, freedoms going away, all these things that the the you know not the ability to buy a house or to be able to attain some of the dreams that we had and we find ourselves saying and i think this might be the first for a generation to actually find itself saying well you know thank god i won't be around for that you know we're first generation i think is actually going boy i'm glad we'll be dead by the time that happens you know it's funny you say it. it's funny it's funny. Yeah. it's interesting that you say that because i said that the other day yeah. I said that to my kid, like, I don't know what's going to happen with all this, but I'm not going to be around. I know. And we say it like it's good. I never heard my <laughs> parents ever say, you know, they would say, oh, well, I hope I'm around to see that. Wouldn't it be Well, of great? course. Yeah. Right. My mother, she was 94, hanging on by threads, but she was sticking around because she wanted to see how this resolved. Right. She intended to stick around. And I'm now sort of like, when you hear people talk about how people are going to communicate and AI and all of that stuff, you go, wow, I don't know. This sounds awful. So, yeah. Anyhow. So on that well, optimistic note, but let's I do think okay, there is something to be said for the fact that getting to know each other and talk about our individual histories, because yeah, I did I not too. know a lot about you even though we've been friends for i don't know how many years since 1990 but, kenny right so but so you had were you married when we first met and who did you marry no no i i was just recently divorced when mm. we first met okay so comic strip live for me was a dating playground mm. i was you know lost and wounded i'd been married i've been with somebody for 10 years and now you know suddenly i'm getting this attention i've got money coming in i buy a house and so i i took advantage in but all this was not ways. the woman this was not the woman who broke up with you and you were so angry that you snuck into the house <laughs> no 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 but that was during that time kenny okay all so right. let's go back i want to hear about this which which one sneaking into the well i want to okay. hear about there was a time that you were dating a girl did you love her yeah well i thought so but see i've always had white knight syndrome so it, it, there was so much work to be done that i was addicted to being a good guy 
Mm. I was addicted to all the ways that I thought that I could help someone who was talented and beautiful and charismatic. Yeah, and that's what they show you in the rom-coms. That's what they show you in the rom-coms. Yeah, the except the drug from, addict. The win guy. The, the, the good I used guy. to say in that relationship, if this were a movie, I'm Tom Hanks. Do you understand right. that the, right. the audience is rooting for me, which is a mm -hmm. horrible thing to say to mm -hmm. someone. <laughs> but that, Kenny, was after Comic Strip Live. I got divorced. I met this woman during Comic Strip Live, got involved. The show ended. I went through a couple of really lean years in terms of work and things. And then she broke up with me. I snuck back into our house and I hid under the bed while she screwed another man. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the Reader's Digest version. You really <laughs> did. Boy, that. <laughs> Cut to yeah. the chase. Cut to the yeah. chase. Well, was, I thought it was you were going to like, you know, do a little tell like, the story. Yeah, tell the story. But that's okay. Oh, no, it, it, it's we'll such tell a people footnote. to read the book. It, read the book or go to the movie because what a great scene to start a movie. You're probably wondering, you know, ah, 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 how I got here. Um, it's such a footnote. And the, the, the young lady died of a drug overdose 10 years after this. So oh, it's well, a that's... it's a tragic, horrible story, and you right, know, obviously I had still, nothing. Still, what I what uh, when I heard the story, not only did you you were in the house to get your stuff back, yeah. Then yeah. you because and you were convinced that they had gone out to dinner because you saw right. them pull away. It, from now the you got to remember, this is my house, right? This that is your I house. had sort of given to her, so I right. was living there. So I I had a reason to be there. And yes. she had just broken up with me and said, hey, get out of the house. I have a date coming over. So it was Nevertheless, a horrible Nevertheless, you were situation. waiting for them to leave the house so that you could get back. Yeah, so house. that I could go and get my stuff and then pretend like, oh, I knew we were going to break up. I got my stuff weeks ago. I'm sorry okay. I never met. You know, I was looking for some power position. They came back. I but assumed you saw, they saw them leave the house together. You assumed they were right. going to be gone for a couple of hours. I went to the house, assumed they'd be gone, get my stuff no one would be the wiser they came back and i said okay she forgot something she's going to change shoes or something right so looking for a place to hide okay it can't be the closet what if she's changing clothes there's no other place except i thought i'll go under the bed i'll just go under the bed well they decided to stay home and screw all night so did, I, you, did you so okay so how long were they screwing while you were they making noises? Well, you know, Kenny, I didn't really keep my bring my watch out. Did at it that seem time. like a it long was time? All fucking night. Wait, they were fucking all night. All night long. Was she saying things like "You're so much better than Gary"? No, but she was saying the exact <laughs> same things that she said to me, like, "Oh my God, you're you're so big." <laughs> Wait, really? Wow. Yeah, little sexual things. That was like me last week, <laughs> and you're <laughs> it was a horrible feeling. Didn't you want to just speak up and say, "Hey"? No, that's what you said to was, me. The guy was big. He would have destroyed me. I would be dead, and I it it, it would be it would a justifiable homicide. There's a man under our bed. You know, oh. I, I'm dead in that situation. So I remained quiet until the next morning. I fell so asleep, by the way. So yeah. you fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it was nighttime and it's hours. I can't get out. Eventually, You're laying I on your stomach. Asleep. You're laying on your back. I'm on my back the whole time. There's really no room to move around. Oh, wow. I, well, so I can't believe you spring. were able to sleep. I would have been. I couldn't just sleep. I didn't that. try to sleep. I just fell asleep. You're waiting and you're waiting. And the next thing I knew, the sun well, good was coming up. Good thing you didn't up. snore. Your mouth to God's ears. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good thing I didn't snore.
Okay. Well, that's so anyway, that's... the next morning they left and I snuck out and I've only started telling people this <laughs> recently. I figured, you know, wow. It's well, I'm sorry. But, I'm sorry to hear that you well, passed. Yeah, it's it, very tragic. I mean, she was a really a, a, a remarkable human being, but she suffered from uh, drugs, yeah, which yeah. I tried to get her off of, which created an, an antagonistic relationship. Impossible she was mad at me situation. when I'd say, no, yeah. no, I don't want to do cocaine. No. No, and she I've died of all that years and yeah, years later. Yeah, once you're people who are on drugs, it, it really becomes one of those things that you try to uh, uh, help them, but they can. It's, you're always in danger of being pulled down yeah. their rabbit hole with them. But you asked, Ken, and we, we won't not talk about my love life mm -hmm. much longer. Mm -hmm. And I, I always like to preface everything because my wife does love this show. Mm -hmm. I'm the happiest married man in the world. The yeah, happiest. I have the greatest wife. wife in the world. But she's not the mother of my children. That came. I hope she, you just didn't make an announcement. She's going to be shocked. <laughs> well, you know, I have two kids from a marriage after the bed incident and all that stuff. I, you know, got my life together and, and I met someone. We had children. Mm -hmm. um, but you asked me once what happened with that. And, you know, this was like 17, 18 years ago now that we've been divorced. She came to me one day and said... I've never felt about you the way a wife should feel about her husband. Mm. Now, that's pretty devastating words. That's 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 even worse than I I I love you, but I'm not in love with you, right? I've never felt about you this way. Mm -hmm. I called my therapist and said, "Hey, can I, is this something you can recover from?" And she said, "No, no, oh, really, that, that's." That that's it. You th this is not something you can jumpstart. Well, that's an honest therapist. It's an honest therapist, and I guess my ex-wife was being honest too. But it was devastating. You know, you she was. But never you were at, you were in love with her when she said that, or I, did you already well, feel like the it, the marriage was? No, going I was in love with her, and I we had two beautiful young kids, and mm -hmm. and and I. So that was a shock things, to you. Yeah, it was a shock to me, more or less, mm -hmm. more or less. You know, there were issues and things like that, you know, things, nothing comes out of nowhere. We had financial issues and things that, but I thought it was all fixable. How old now, were the boys at that at point? Um, one and six. Did the six so, year, how did this, there was a tough, was that's tough? Chris and he took yeah. it badly. He still he carries scars from it. Huh. Um, but the only reason I bring that up is, well, it's because you asked and that's so this sort of understand mm -hmm. um in retrospect kenny because you've never been divorced and we'll get into that yeah we'll get into that well in retrospect it's the best thing that ever happened the best thing that happened in my relationship with my kids i met your divorce Shannon. was absolutely the best well of course it was well, let me i'm gonna can, i'm gonna play this for my wife <laughs> well of course it was because you can't really have a happy marriage with someone who doesn't feel about you the way a wife should feel about her husband so in as painful as it was to accept now i look in the rearview mirror and everything in my life is better yes no, no so the that's the, that, that's, that's the great. nice bow to put on absolutely so and, how and on god's green earth yes i mean i how do you get married and stay married? Now, I intend to stay with Shannon until I mm -hmm. die, but that's, mm -hmm. you know, like six years from now. Mm -hmm. So how do you, you're married how many years? 40 years. We just celebrated. 40 well, years. Yes. Yeah, 40 years. How I do you do that? It. How do you do that? You know, you just get up every day and go, you know, I, I kind of, uh, I like it here. 
<laughs> I don't want to. I at the end of the day, I feel like you know I'm just going to go home. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You know, I mean, and and children do change everything, and and yeah. and that that was that was really it. I mean, I think Deborah and I are so committed to uh, children that it was it didn't become about our happiness; it became about their happiness. But and I was fine with that. Yeah. So that was it. You know, and I I don't have any regrets because. It turned out great for me. So that was, that's, yeah. that, that's it. But yeah, no, there would, I mean, there were, uh, you know, a lot of, you know, some of the most difficult thing about a marriage, I think, anyhow, is the idea of, uh, and I always have trouble saying it because I don't think I believe in it. Monoga, monogamy. Yeah, that thing that they expect you to have. Yeah, that's the thing that you go, holy shit, this just doesn't seem natural you know well yeah we will we don't have to go into details here no no there's no details but it is one of those things that you you know you go into a marriage and uh you go you know it seems yeah not right somehow uh what do they do in the animal kingdom we should always go by what they do in the animal kingdom what is the animal kingdom doing about this well are they doing me the, the animal kingdom dies in a regular cycle. They don't have medications and things to stay alive. Mm. You know, we would be dead four years, just 30, 60 years ago, we're already dead by law of averages, right? Mm. So we live so long. At this point in my life, Kenny, monogamy is not hard. I don't want to go through all that work. You know, monogamy is easy for me at this point. No, I, I get that. But I'm saying, you know, when you're in your 30s and your 40s and you're married and you have children, whatever. I mean, it's not just that. I mean, people change and that you do. You grow up, you have different needs I and mean, people do not yeah. stay the same. Uh, but the same common interest that me and my wife has always had is that we just get a great thrill out of our kids and our kids were just so great and fun or whatever. I, I didn't. Uh, and, you know, listen, it's not a crime. My parents who argued constantly hated each other, but it was no secret. They would just go, you know, and we go, please get a divorce. Please. We can't take it. And we go, go. And they'd say, no, we stay together for the children. And we go, yeah, the children yeah. don't want you. The to stay children together. want you to get divorced. <laughs> yes, please. And they would say, yeah, no, no, we stay together for the children. And that's what they did. My parents bickered, but that was their relationship. If you had said, "Hey, you guys must not love each other," they would have looked at me cross-eyed and go, "See, Are you that's that, that that's like a white wasp word." They bickered. Bicker? My, that's a my, no ethnic, no ethnic <laughs> family, no Jewish family, no Italian. Family. Jewish families they don't never, bicker. They never bickered. Okay. What 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 is the word? They uh, they argued. They fought. Argued. Fought. Vetched. <laughs> yeah. Kvetches no, Kvetches, no, no, that's just something no. we do, you know, uh, uh, to uh, anybody else. But no, it would be an argument. It'd be emotional and charged. It wouldn't be a bicker. So that's just, <laughs> it wouldn't be a bicker. Well, no. my parents were, I told you to take a left turn. Don't oh. listen to me. Oh. Well, last time you told me to turn right, we ended up in the parking lot at Casey's. Yeah, well, that's well, cute. But it's it not. It was annoying. Yeah, yeah. it okay. was annoying. But it's yeah. who they were. But now, so enough of do you want? So, show. should we turn to the world? Yeah, let's turn out? to the world, Kenny. Boy, oh boy, I don't even know where to begin. I mean, I know that I'm going to try to get this thing on the air so it can be somewhat timely. But did you watch CNN last night? No, uh, I watched it on the, what the, excerpts. Me I get too. I get too much anxiety to watch Me things too. live. I don't I don't even watch debates live. 
So let me ask you something. Was it a was it a good move that CNN did this or a no. bad move? No, it's another opportunity for this incredibly insane uh, human thing to keep propagating lies about the election, denying his, his uh, sexual um, predatory past. I mean, it, it's it's another pulpit. Well, quoting the CNN people. guy, Chris Licht, I think, is he's saying, yeah. well, this is the things that we need to see. You need to have that out there as a public record. No, and it's already so out there in public a, record. There, and people I can saw make no their value. own minds. Yeah, but they don't. I did not watch it. It'll be curious. A lot of people might not, but people on Facebook are saying, well, no more CNN from me. They're on my... Well, I, I don't blame CNN. I, I don't look at it that way. It's, it's yeah. not another line to divide us yeah. necessarily, but yeah. it was just unnecessary. Anytime I see that person and that, that, that syphilitic face of orange pores... I get that, but anytime I hear people applaud... When he says those things, then I get like really frightened. But it's so tr it's just like I can't think of his name. He does. He's the correspondent on The Daily Show asking about, you know, yeah, he goes uh, to Klepper? Trump rallies. I think his name. Is yeah. Klepper, Jordan, Jordan Klepper, Jordan Klepper. And he said the most amazing thing when he was talking to a woman about, you know, the lies that Trump has said. And if that changes her mind, she paused and said, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. I know that's not going to change. They love Trump said last night. Watch this this um, um, uh, court case with the with the mm -hmm. sexual abuse is going to earn me votes. Mm -hmm. It's it's going to gather momentum for me. He knows what's going on, and that's what happens. They love it. The more they they love the fact that he's so Teflon in their world. The more. We throw at him no matter how you know, egregious his lies are. He knows that his fan base gets excited. I, and when, when they get the excited, they end up when, growing a little. When was the last time you had a conversation with a Trump supporter? Well... Uh, recently, I, always on Facebook, there's somebody. Oh, yeah, I mean, oh, okay. you, yesterday. Okay, so give and from this thing has it has it dented that money? I I have not me personally, but I have heard some Trump supporters say they support him, they like him. It's just they're tired, and that's why yeah. they won't vote for him. They're tired. I've heard that, and there's a lot more who are pretending not to like him. They're going, well, we like Ron DeSantis, or they, or they're looking for alternatives. To show us how rational they are. Mm -hmm. But truth is, they'll get right back into the Trump wagon. If he's the candidate, they will be as zealous as ever. Yeah, I don't know. It's still I don't know. Should scary. we delve into yeah. other things that are happening in the world? Well, what let's talk about, you know, I mean, this is serious stuff, but you mentioned Richard Dreyfuss's uh, quote about well, because there was engineering a, the Academy Awards. And yeah, I because think you're a lot right. of people, a lot of people, uh, there was controversy. And it seemed to be there were like, you know, uh, so people pushing back, like, what an idiot he is. How stupid. I can't believe he said that. And somebody had to call him a grumpy old actor who's just bitter because he's not getting bitter any because work. It, Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. And so I said, well, well, what did he say? What did he say? What did he say? 
And then I read what he said was the whole thing with the academy having rules and requirements for diversity when, and, 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 and people of uh, 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 different races not being able to play roles of different races or different things. And, you know, I, I was like, yeah, I, I, I completely agree with everything he said. So I, so, so yeah, in this woke world, which I know is supposedly a bad word, but in, anyhow, uh, yeah, he got like criticized and i think right. and i'm like well okay well i kind of agree i don't think uh i think well, a, I, a white person i think a white person should be able to play a black guy i think a black guy should be able to play a white person i don't care as right. long as it, they capture the character they capture the character and of the thing well, uh, uh, and do a great job right. acting i don't care what what those who are opposed to what Richard Dreyfus says and what we're saying too is that we're somehow denying the need for diversity. We're denying this opportunity to create diversity. Mm -hmm. That we're somehow against it necessarily. Mm -hmm. No, I'm completely for diversity. Right, completely. Too, right. Exactly. But you create diversity by creating opportunities, by creating channels for diversity. Mm -hmm. If you put rules, quotas into the uh, rewards. Uh, 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 for films, for creating art, then you're trying to engineer diversity. It's not authentic. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like if you have to have so many people of color nominated for this or etc. That's engineering the right thing to do or the right result, but it's not doing it the correct way. It's not doing it in an honest way. Yeah, I mean, I listen. Everything is about context, and I think that you know, I think he mentioned like when Olivier did um, Othello. Othello, you know, yeah. Apparently, you know, he captured the words and the artistic, and he moved the audience. It wasn't right. a stereotypical portrayal, a racist portrayal of a black man. No, it was, it was a, a realization of Shakespeare's play. Right. Everyone means well. They mean well. But I think that saying that a black actor can't play a, a Caucasian character or a Caucasian actor can't play is actually a racist point of view. Mm -hmm. It's it's putting race into the situation. The other day I posted this thing called, you know, I said woke is being used by the right wing for anything negative about the left wing, you know, woke environment and all of that stuff. So I wrote this little woke pledge that I'm proud to be woke. I'm proud to be conscious. I'm proud to have been awakened. I hope to be awakened to more injustices, something like that. And a well-meaning liberal wrote to me and says, you can't use the word woke. You're appropriating it because that comes from black culture. And oh, I said, I know that. but by saying that I can't use a word that has created a meaning, isn't that, and saying only black people can use it, isn't that kind of creating a racist divide? Well, I mean, this goes I back Chinese to the thing food. I was saying. Well, I don't know. Oh, getting back to the thing, well, thank God we're going to be dead soon. We don't have to yeah, deal exactly. with Exactly. That would have been a perfect end of this episode. Dude. Thank God we're going to be dead soon. Well, let me bring up something controversial because that's my nature. Yeah. I'll get in trouble for this, and I understand the why well, it's, it's sensitive to people. When I was... In school, I, like, you know, 14 years old or whatever, I was really turned on by Mrs. Montalbano, my Spanish teacher. She was I so like where this is going, Kenny. Sexy. I like where it's going. And so if she had taken me back and molested me. <laughs> okay, now you just took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> 
I would not have complained. I would not have complained. I would absolutely said I encourage her and all the other good-looking teachers to take the young okay. men <laughs> back. Right. Now, right. I don't think they should do this to girls, and I don't. <laughs> but when I read in the paper, and it seems to be a lot of them, especially on Fox News or Fox whatever, of them showing attractive te teachers who are being arrested for having sex with young <laughs> males, I well, kind of am going, <laughs> you see, yeah, you're I, people, I, you're discouraging that behavior. And I'm I not understand sure. what yes. you're saying. Yes. I think from the young man's, from the young Kenny's point of view, it's like, wow, it's a fantasy. But you have to admit that from an adult, a teacher who is tutoring children, that that was probably a bad choice. Perhaps wacky. <laughs> I oh, from a, <laughs> it was not a bad choice. I, I would have been a bad choice. Is that I would have been. <laughs> this is but, terrible. Uh, what's happening to the young boys today who who are not getting the proper education? Yes, I I don't think we can encourage that behavior from uh, from hot teachers. I just don't think we should Call discourage them and show mug shots of them. I think that probably makes other teachers. Well, think it twice would be nice if betting a young be, man. <laughs> right. It would be nice if there was some um, propriety in the news to sort of keep stories private. Well, anyhow, I'll be using that in my campaign when I start running for office. <laughs> This yeah. will be pulled out. Well, you know what? Yeah. Just like Trump, you may get votes for that point of view. Let's encourage. You will because you know he got. Predatory he, I don't think he has female to, teachers. He doesn't have to register. He doesn't have to register as a self as a, as a, uh, uh, a sexual uh, predator. Who Trump it wasn't criminal. Yeah, he doesn't have to register as a. If it was a criminal case, he would have to register as a yeah. sexual predator. But I do know that among sexual predators, he's now the number one Republican choice. <laughs> <laughs> so his Very poll numbers Kenny. went right up on sec <laughs> all sexual members out there. And went. regardless, yeah. it doesn't change. Look, he is still the poll leading Republican in the race. Now, DeSantis hasn't declared, but Trump is the leading Republican after all of this, after proven lies about the election, court cases, fraud. Proven, and you know what's going to put he him over the, the top? number one candidate. And you know what's going to put him over the top when he goes out mm. on Fifth Avenue and shoots somebody? That's what he. That, that's what he says. Yeah, yeah. That'll that'll send him right into the White House. <laughs> well, you know what, Kenny? At least we won't be alive for this. Amen to that. I well, I expect to be alive. That next should be year. our new name of our show. At least we won't. At be least alive we this. won't be alive. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. not a bad idea. Yeah. Kenny, we're doing short shows now, and I don't mind that. I'd like to do more shows in short like this. I think this is shorts? a perfect little wrap up. Oh, really? I thought we yeah, had so much minutes. to talk about. You went to Scotland. Yeah. Well, you know what? Let's keep talking then. Can Let's we? keep talking. I feel yeah, like we, we have a lot of catching talking. up to do. Let me tell you this about Scotland, Kenny. And you, I know you were there. In fact, I followed some of your footsteps in Edinburgh. Mm -hmm. um, here's what you know, what I heard more than anything when mm -hmm. we'd go to bars and we, first of all, we'd go to pubs and Scots people, Scotsmen, Scotswomen would come up to us and go, you're from America. 
And we go, well, how do you know? Your teeth. You've got such nice teeth. You care so much about your teeth. Huh. The, the Americans are obvious. We smile and it's like, oh, there's some some dental work has been done there. Really? So that's true. I thought that that went away, that whole idea of the UK uh, not having good teeth. Uh, no, I think it's still pretty clear. Americans love to smile, and they've got usually, you know, effervescent teeth. And that's usually anyway. That's what they, they said pull, to us. Is we that usually tell before your teeth? Is that usually before the Americans pull out their AR fifteen? They that's smile. That's the other thing. Two more things they asked consistently, and I'm not mm -hmm. making this up because we mm -hmm. met people in bars and we we talked politics. What is with you, fucking Americans, and all the mm -hmm. fucking guns? Do you all carry guns oh, there? Yeah, yeah. You know, we had one you know, shooting in a school and now guns are gone. And guess what? There's no more shooting in the schools. What's wrong? And here's the other thing. You're such a fucking rich country. Why don't you have health care for everyone? What's going on there that you don't have? I can't believe you can't just go to a doctor when you've got a problem and they, they can't believe this country. Well, I'm at the point, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, this is, again, going to get me uh, not many fans, but I don't love America. I don't love... It, I, I love the idea when I was in school, yeah, th and that's they taught just me what, all the phenomenal things about freedom and, and yes, all the wonderful yes. things and liberty and, and our, what our we values. Should be. I love what I still believe we could be, what we should be. I love... You know, the, the the story's been so whitewashed that, you know, Washington didn't even stand like this crossing the Delaware. He was huddled in back with some coats over him. Is that true? I How love you know? the. Well, it's just, yeah, I made that out. Okay, but 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 my point is the images of how America was founded are largely a fairy tale. Mm -hmm. But I've loved that fairy tale, and I've loved the components that created that fairy tale that were on a journey toward freedom. Mm -hmm. But you know, you can't deny the hiccups along the way, like slavery and you know, so on and so forth. But I believe that the direction of America is to create a beacon of equality, of freedom, of justice. That's was, and the Europeans that we would meet go, we used to just love your country. Well, I've always wanted to go there, but now you've just gone to shite. Well, that's how I feel too. I love, just like you said, the promise of America, the mm -hmm. idea of America. Mm -hmm. But where we're going now is we like, went to shite. We went to shite. We're thinking about moving to Scotland, except they don't want us. They don't want expats. It'd be very hard to get a visa. I know. And if Trump becomes president, everybody's talking about leaving. We would leave. I just need to be near my, you know, children. So that's now, the problem. I, the the whole the family problem. has to leave. I know. Are you happier now than you've ever been? Yeah. That's what Jane Fonda said. Not about <laughs> you. She said in an article or something like that, she, she now in her life at 80 years old, she's the happiest she's ever been. Yeah, I like, well, we're going to ask you in a second, but let me answer that question. Mm -hmm. I'd love to have more money. I mean, we're okay. We're comfortable. We're, you know, we're fine. I, I don't, you know, I do a lot of things that don't make money. You know, I volunteer for. No, but it's not about too, money. It's about 
just no. where you are as a person. Right. I'd love to travel more and stay in nicer hotels. Those that are would be economic nice. financial things, considerations. Okay. In terms of where I am, who I'm with, who I am, the things that I get to do, my health that I've been working on hard for the last year, I'm happier than I've ever been. And you know why I think that is? And you why? know why I think Jane Fonda is? And you know why I think I am to a certain extent? Good. That's what I wanted to hear. What happens later in life is our sexual drive becomes less and less and less. And our sexual drive clouds everything. And I we think, think our only happiness is going to come mm -hmm. from us getting... No pun intended. What did I say? Going to come. Going oh, to yeah. come. I was <clears throat> is, is when uh, we're not anxious about how we look to other people. We're not anxious about whether or not we're good in bed or they're good in bed or our sexuality yeah. or all of these things that get tangled up in emotions and relations. And once you get to this point in your life where it's like, you know what? <sighs> you, 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 your genitalia is not a lot, does not have a lot of control over your moods. You're like a lot calmer. You're like right. a neutered animal. You're neutered. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, Definitely. There's definitely a physical, mental, physical change. Mm -hmm. You know, I, and my wife and I are both going through the changes. You know, mm -hmm. we we still, you know, this is an honest podcast. Mm -hmm. We 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 can still make monkey love. Mm -hmm. You know, we can still hang mm -hmm. from the rafters. But whereas as a kid, as a younger person, if that didn't happen regularly, I would feel a deficiency in my life. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, hey, if that can happen once a month, every other month, great. But mm -hmm. I need my blood pressure. I'm actually also. making love to a monkey. Because <laughs> that's all I have left now, Gary. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But, you but know, if I could right. get it down for that fucking rafter, <laughs> yeah. I would fuck his brains out. <laughs> you know, every once in a while, barbed wire, a little baby oil, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um but your, to your point, mm -hmm. I think that our priorities are more focused on the relationship, the conversation, the feelings. Without we start to do that orgasm. thing, we start to do our thing that our parents used to do. Where you go, as long as you have your health. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just as long as you have your oh, health. Yeah, yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And we do the same thing with our yeah. kids. You know, and hey, and, and that health. sounded like defeat to us as kids. Like again, yeah. I'll never say that, but it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Look, yeah. this last year for both of us, Kenny, but I know that, you know, I had major surgery and, and my <laughs> twisted my knee. Mm -hmm. I've been working hard on getting into shape so that mm -hmm. I won't be in a wheelchair for the last part of it. Mm -hmm. Thank God I have my health. The movie that I think shows the future more than anything is the Disney movie Wally. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, I love Wally. Yeah, Good we're movie. just we're just all fat and in those movable chairs, and we never have to get up. Yeah, I yeah. Think that's what's going well, on. That, that is where technology ultimately is going toward less movement, things happening faster, having to do less with our digits and things, mm -hmm. having more things come to you. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are gravitating to a sedentary society, um, don't you think? Yeah, no, and thank God we'll be dead by then. 
Um, <laughs> speaking, of, <laughs> speaking of other things that will be dead by, uh, so does AI in, impact going to impact your life or your wife's life at all or your kid's life? Is it going to have any? Well, I think it's going. It, it's going to impact everybody on some level. It isn't in our purview at this point in anything that we do. It isn't being discussed where Shannon works in terms of um, managing websites and things like that, but. Content becoming AI is going to affect everybody in okay. some way. Well, no, I mean it's already it's already impacting business people businesses out here. I know in 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 my uh, daughter's work where she's marketing for um, a co company called Fashion File or whatever. They've already you know are using it to come up with you know uh, long, um, I don't want to slug, slug lines I guess one liners yeah. describing products right. and things like that. Yeah. So you have a, a lot of copywriters who no longer are needed. Right. It, 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 and you're in advertising. True. I'm in advertising. I, I, I I'm retired three years, but and I'm still doing copy written by a copywriter. Um, you know, we're always a little slower here in the Midwest to get on whatever the new trend is. So it hasn't really hit us here yet in mm -hmm. terms of what it can mean mm -hmm. to reduce jobs and and eliminate human creativity. Mm -hmm. But it's we saw it coming. I mean, you know, I was in advertising and it's the business of gathering information, information from your habits, how you navigate, how quickly you navigate away from something, all the information of what you buy and what color you buy. It's this aggregate. Well, you know, as part of the writers, Kenny and Gary, you know, as part of the writers guild, uh, you know, they're on strike is the fact of, 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 of uh, it's the word, uh, uh, making sure that AI doesn't take over jobs right. for writers. The question that I have, and as a matter of fact, I was with Gary Marsh, who used to be head of Disney and is now uh, has his own production company. He's going to be on our show. That'll be interesting. Um, anyhow, uh, the thing is, our conversation was, can you stop progress? Can you keep technology at bay? Because you have certain people like uh, Elon right. Musk and even the guy who said, he said, we should stop doing AI. Until we realize what's going on, we sh we shouldn't be exploring it. Right? Is that plausible? No. Has it's it not ever possible. been done? You 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 can't stop it because somebody's going to do it, and it's going to work, and it's going to make them money, and then it's exponential. You you can't stop it. We have to find a way to regulate it, adjust it, adjust to it. I mean, I don't know where it's going. Uh, you know. Um, I don't well, the see more how you read AI about it, the more you realize ideas. I don't see how a concept for a sitcom is coming out of AI. Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, it's unbelievable. As a matter of fact, I mean, my friend Gary was showing me, uh, he asked uh, AI to put together pictures. Oh, my son was showing me too. Like, my, my son is a manager, as you know, a talent manager. Yeah. He's, he asked. They, somebody came up with a pitch and they said the pitch is kind of like uh, the show is kind of like a combination of Star Wars and I forget what other show. And so they asked AI, they said, come up with a police show, star, a Star Wars police show. And AI kicked out in seconds this amazing graphic of oh a poster God. of a police show in a Star Wars, you know, uh, look. Well, I guess was I was a little naive seconds. saying that. Yeah, I, I, I can see that.
I can see that. Well, and in the negotiations with producers, the writers said there must be one of the requests, demands, was a certain amount of human being writers. And they said, we aren't going to go there at this point. They're hedging that bet, aren't they? That yeah. we might not need writers. <clears throat> no, they, they are they, absolutely hedging their bet. And they absolutely see, if, if the more like my friend Gary and Disney, and the things that AI can do as far as taking photographs, combining it, coming up with names for things, telling, if you said, and people have also done this, have said, I want you to come up with a sitcom uh, that is uh, a Latino sitcom that takes place in Manhattan. And AI goes into all the database and all the information and spits out a name of a show and a script. Now, I will say this, you know, that a lot of it is, you know, drawn from stuff and it's not... But it looks pretty authentic. It's well. Look, I, here, here's a scary way to look at it. I mean, imagine, take a look at our our cell phone. This technology, mm -hmm. what it is mm -hmm. now. Go back just to Alexander Graham Bell. Right. Let's imagine AI is just where Alexander Graham Bell was with the telephone. Right. So imagine a hundred years from now, why will we need actors? Why do we why need said, anybody? Thank God, we'll be, thank God we'll be dead by then, Gary. Thank God. I think that I is have the never looked forward to. I have never looked forward to dying as much as I have today. Thank God we'll be dead by then. Yeah, yeah. I don't wow. think we'll see it, and okay. it's hard to put time on it because technology is exponential. You know, uh, uh, fifty years today isn't what fifty years was one hundred and fifty years ago. Well, there's no question. I look at my hundred-year-old mother-in-law. You think at the thing back in nineteen twenty-three, what was going on there, and now, you know, yeah, it's just yeah. Well, the fact that we look, we wouldn't even consider talking about this three years ago. Just mm. three years ago, I mean, there was artificial intelligence, and a few movies came out, and like, wow, that's wacky. But we wouldn't be having this conversation. We're now having this conversation with a little bit of genuine fear mm -hmm. of how fast it's going and how big mm -hmm. it's getting. Mm -hmm. See, that's also I know another thing that I talk about. Our gener My, our, the earlier generations would hear about these pie-in-the-sky technologies, and they go, wow, I can't wait to see it. Won't yeah. that be something? And, and now, now we talk about the pie-in-the-sky technologies, and we're terrified. Yeah, because never before were we becoming obsolete. Yes. This is, this is replacing us. Soon we are going we, to be replaced we, by AI. And if anybody could do my intelligence, it's an artificial intelligence, because I've been doing artificial intelligence for years now. So I'm easy. Yeah. So I don't have to let. Yeah. I, 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 well, if we did an AI Gary and Kenny show, I mean, that frees up a lot of time. I don't want to free up a time. I wanted to do this. I enjoy doing this. <laughs> I want to be pleasure. with you. And we yeah. need to do this. We're going to start getting a, on a regular schedule again to do this. We have Gary Marsh, who was the president of Disney. Yeah. He, he discovered uh, Hannah Montana, uh, Selena Gomez. Uh, I mean, uh, even oh, yeah. Stevens. He's his, 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 oh, his yeah. list of stars and people. That, that will be a fun a, one. I also invited Mark Cohn to be on the show. Okay. Uh, Mark is uh, zany and funny, and so yes. he'll come on the show because I love zany and funny. You love if zany. If I can only funny. get zany and funny on the show at the same time, then I would be thrilled. So put, put zany and coming. funny into AI and see who comes up. That's you know what. 
That was also part of the discussion. I believe AI will be able to do drama, drama, but it will not be able to do comedy. Comedy, AI cannot do. Now, that's interesting, because I would think, actually, that why wouldn't it be able to create, you know, AI can could learn irony. You no, could, but it won't you, learn funny. And the reason it won't learn funny, and this is what I told Gary, is because, and I like to consider myself a humorous person, I make people laugh, is that so much a part of comedy is being on the wavelength of the human being you're with. You have yes. to be on that, I don't know. Or the, the room. The, the, or the room, or that temperature ambience, of the, the room. The temperature of the room, the wavelength of the room. It changes and it the timing. Timing and okay. delivery and intonation. And those are things that an AI could never be. It can never be and it in the room. replace amusement parks. It can't? I mean, seriously, the, well, how would you, you, you can't artificially go on a roller coaster. No, but it could design one. Yes, yeah. but I'm saying there are there are activities, there are things. I mean, I mean, maybe you could recreate going on whitewater rapids, but still you know the actual a... experience of water and rocks and you know who I'm going to book on things. this show. You know who I'm going to book on this show. Who? What? A- AI. We're going to have my friend come on, who's artificially intelligent. <laughs> Let's do it, <laughs> and we'll talk to him, <laughs> and we'll talk to him. Yeah, Kenny, I'm going to go back to my. Non-artificial life, no? Okay. I'm going to the dentist. You're going to the dentist. That won't be artificial. No, I'd like to hear no. about it. And I'm going to uh, authentically mow my lawn. All now, right. That, I would love artificial intelligence to take over. Um, well, Robots. The dentist, I thought they'd call that teenagers. <laughs> Not in my house. <laughs> no. No. He, robots. Isn't that and something? It's a robot we don't have. I... And I really apologize to people because they know we they want us to wrap up. But, you know, that was my job. When I was a kid, we d- I didn't have gardeners. We don't had, even, I mowed the lawn. Me, started. I was the, me, my, me and my oh. brother, we had to mow the lawn. We fought about it. We fought about it. But that was our responsibility. Take out the garbage. I, I, I wasn't allowed to eat dinner unless I cleaned my room. Yeah, clean no, your room. Right, exactly. And, and I don't, I've gotten, I don't blame my kids, though. I blame me. Somehow I fucked up. I'm just wasn't no, it's a not you, strong it's me. enough parent. No, it's not me. It's them. Is it them? It's them. Okay. I'm telling you. Okay. Yeah. I'll By the way, that. so the reason I was bringing up that actor before, that guy Ezra Miller, that's why it's is that they were saying that he identifies himself as they. Okay. And okay. then they went on to tell all the things that Ezra Miller has done. But they referred to him as they. So now I'm reading this article and I'm completely confused because as they're talking about Ezra Miller, they keep saying, so they assaulted a, a, a woman. They stole from this. They did this. They, by the time it got down to all the list of what they did, I couldn't remember who the fuck we were talking about. You, you, had, you had created his... a mob in your mind, too. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they, they. They, they, they did this. They who? That group of that. people. Yeah, And it was I, all him. Yeah. But I couldn't call him him because he was they. Well, that's another show. We've touched on it before, too, is navigating. Gary, what's you know, the matter with conversation. me? Yeah. <laughs> I had a conversation just yesterday saying, look, what's the matter with I, me? I, I, I respect wh- whoever you identify yourself as. Of course, of course, 
It's not my choice. It's it's yours. I respect that. But you need to give me the respect of making mistakes or the the the, the latitude because I've been a certain way for 66 years and it's worked for me and in my world. So I'm going to make mistakes. Don't get angry. I disagree. I'm saying that. Okay. So Ezra Miller, let's say he goes to court, right? And there's a transcript of the court. Okay. And they say, okay, Ezra Miller, you are accused of so-and-so. Okay. And he says, Mm -hmm. okay. um, uh, uh, How do you plead? He says, they plead innocent. Okay, they please. <laughs> okay, right. so, they did it. They did it. <laughs> Who did it? They did it. So I'm just. It becomes a, a Marx Brothers routine to me. Where it's becoming. It well, who did it? They did it. Well, who's they? They, they did it. Where were you? No, wasn't they? Are on, was they, they, they are on second. Right. Yes. Well, so, I don't know. All right. That's it a whole legal ramifications, Gary. Legal ramifications. <laughs> well, all right. At least we won't be alive to see it. Yeah. Actually, we will be. We will be. Some of this we will see. Some yeah, of it we will. Yeah, no, I know. I just hope I it's reasonably bucolic right before I die. I go, okay, everything worked out. I'd like to have that moment before I go. I'd, yeah. I'd hate to see everything falling apart and a fire, and then I'm gone. I, I, I'm not. I, you see, the thing that I'm frightened most is that my last words are going to be. Of course, they, I they promise are. you they will be. <laughs> I promise you they yeah. will. Oive, all right. Iowa, have they ever heard Oive? Like if I was out there. Of course, said, we have a Jew here. You do? What about Oigavalt? No. Of course. Okay, let me Look, ask you I mean, this. I, I grew up in a Unitarian church, and that's an amalgam of, of, of all faiths oh, and non faiths. When I was growing up, they didn't know. We didn't Oive. have a synagogue, so the Jews' families came to. Uh, Okay. To the Unitarian when Church. I was growing up, and but let me let me see this question. You know about a Bialy? A Bialy? Yeah. Okay. Well, there's a bagel in the Bialy. And when I was yeah. growing up, they were equal. They was like, "Oh, you want a bagel? You want a Bialy? You want a bagel?" Okay. Well, I, I the bagel the, the the I think the bagel has won overwhelmingly. You don't hear about the Bialy. Uh I have to agree with you on this. Yeah, I think the the bagel is a clear cut winner, and the bagel biali. Yeah. The, the biali is dead. Huh. I don't know that it's dead, but honestly, Kenny, you think you it's something get a I've never thought about? Yes, well, that's why until that's this why, moment, that's why I have certain value. <laughs> I wouldn't even think to ask for a biali, yeah. but I no. get a bagel almost, you know, every day. I, I just it just occurred to me that you know when I'm, all these people are going buying bagels, bagels, bagels. I mean, it's a big business, bagel business. Yeah, and I um, was thinking, you know, when I was a kid, you could get a bialy too, like mm-hmm. bialys, huh? Well, one day when the bialy is no longer here, I may no longer be here. <laughs> well, that <laughs> that's it for me and the bialy. That'll the be the day. That'll, That'll be, be the, the day. day. I won't be alive to see it. Did I all tell right, you Katie, what I'll... I want written yeah. on my on my on my tombstone? No what? Unsubscribed. <laughs> Do I tell you what I want? I think I like yours better. Oh. It's a good part, but a lousy plot. Ah! Good for an actor, right? <laughs> no, but it sounds so much like AI. <laughs> <laughs> That's something AI funny would tomb- say. AI, funny tombstone. Funny yeah. epitaphs yeah. for an actor. It's a good All right. Part Tell everybody about where they should come back and watch yes. it so they can well, see us in all these um, different places. You, 
We are on DBNA streaming television. We have a YouTube channel. We love it when you go there. Give us a thumbs up. Subscribe to us. Uh, we're on all the popular podcast platforms. If you just want to listen, if you don't want to see us, but uh, and we have a Facebook page, the Gary and Kenny Show. I'm Gary. That's I, Kenny. I'm thank Kenny. you all, and we'll and see thank you next God. time. And hopefully, we'll be alive by the time we do the next. Hopefully, show. we'll be alive. Although yeah. that will make for an interesting episode. Yeah. So long, everyone. Yeah.